impossible as a trauma survivor. Interpersonal abuse can teach you that disappointing others is dangerous and pleasing others at all costs is the only way to achieve safety. Making boundaries with safe people who respect them and provide you with cues of safety can be profoundly healing for a traumatized brain that anticipates pain or punishment. This is coming from the IG Bloomy underscore Ford. Hi guys, welcome to Girls Like Us. This is Charlotte. And this is Venus. Here we are back again. What are your plans for this weekend? So, oh, so excited. So excited. A networking event this weekend. Yes, super excited about that. Um, It's a soft lunch for the Body Butters and also us girls Mm -hmm. like us coming out. Yes, network, network. Yes, I'm super excited about that. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. Food, drinks, networking, fun people. Mm-hmm. It's going to be exciting. Yes. Exciting. So, Super yes. exciting. Yes. I'm also excited because my vacation uh, very oh. long <laughs> awaited. But you sense the person that's been out of town every other weekend. You know what? That I haven't. That wasn't vacation, though. I keep trying to say that it wasn't <laughs> a vacation. <laughs> out here catching flights must be so stressful. It is. You have no idea. <laughs> I really don't. So. Oh my gosh! Yes, it's exciting. Yes, I'm on vacation. I needed this. I need yes, this. I my soul agree. needs this. My heart needs this. I'm very excited. I, I can't definitely, wait. I agree. You definitely need it because I know y'all recall her saying, like, "Oh, you were too much, Charlotte. This, this. She not take off, but <laughs> here she is doing exactly." that technically i've been trying to take off it's just that i also can't leave a desk full of stuff which i'm still gonna leave a desk full of stuff at this point but mm-hmm. i just because i care. i i i wish i could just like go back through the episodes and she'd be like just leave it just do it just take it just i am leaving it well yeah you are. <laughs> i am leaving it i'm taking it as well i'll figure it out when i come back that is true that's so true <laughs> trust me if they will be fine i will be fine Absolutely, I agree. Yeah, I definitely agree. I'll be doing the same in a few weeks, so I'm gonna take the time off. Um, I haven't figured out what we get, but it is She's probably gonna be out here booking another. I when I tell you, talking I'm not about going, that was not a no, vacation. I'm not going absolutely <laughs> no. What I honestly wanted to do was to um get like an Airbnb, like on the water, like somewhere. Mm. That that's what I wanted, but that's not what's gonna happen because yeah. But that's what I really wanted to do, like just straight chill, sit outside mm-hmm. on the back. Because I seen one, it was like in Chili Cough, never heard of it, exactly. Where is that out? It's like two and a half hours away. I was like, oh, I'll drive up there. Of course, I don't have friends, so I was like, Ooh, I'm going to go to a, I think it was like a five-bedroom house. And I was like, <laughs> why not? Um First of all, I'd be scared as hell because it's like in the middle of nowhere. That's the best, like the stars. Jason is coming. (laughs) I'm scary. I hear noises. This ain't somewhere I'm familiar with. Oh, hell to the no. 
But if I did have like a um I did ask my sister, and I was like, I literally don't want to do anything. Like I wanna stop get, like that's what I wanted. It's gone now, but I um I was like, stop get groceries, like we could sit up all night, talk, um, eat food, sleep all day if I wanted to, like you don't bother me. I don't, you know, like I just so you just relax. want someone. Just I want something there to like to know that someone's there. Like yes, so like we can talk. Y'all you know saying we gonna be able to talk. We can play games. Like just us time, serene atmosphere. But I not I have not. Now I don't think I'm ready to go by myself. <laughs> you know, um, as I'm planning my life. because I have like a lot of stuff that I want to do like especially like I want to remodel my house but I also want to travel so I have to figure out how I'm going to incorporate both which I don't have a problem with but a lot of the traveling that I'm going to do is going to be by myself and I cannot tell you how excited I am for it yeah I'm not there like I need a partner in crime. I like, don't because I don't need you to like, what time do you get up? I don't know. We don't get up at the same no. time. My siblings, or, no. like, you want to do this and I want to do this. No, because no. we're not doing anything. No, that's the agenda. See, because they're agenda people like yourself. No, but that, that's, not, that's what I'm saying. Like, traveling, not getting an Airbnb and doing nothing. Oh, I'm right. talking about traveling. Oh, because yeah. you're traveling. We're traveling, yeah. But that was just a so in the room, in not the room, because I didn't want to go to a room. I wanted to go to like a cabin type of thing. Yes, like big enough where I can, you know, if I want to just chill and sit out here, you can chill and sit up there. Like I don't want to be in a room where we're just confined to this one space. <laughs> so it's just like you're um, the most alone together person. I am. I like I literally am. That's like I said, like when I get into a relationship and if we were to move in together, I need the place to be big enough where you can go in your space and I can have my space. I agree with that. I tell you, I'm gonna whenever I whatever I do, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have that freedom I showed you it, right? Frida and Diego, they had <laughs> the blue house. So she literally had one house, and he lived literally next door, and it was connected by a bridge, and we all lived happily ever after. Yes, and that's where that's, I'm at. That's and where like, I am. That's where exactly where I am because I need space, and I know this, and I need anybody who is this desire to be with me to understand. Mm-hmm. I need space. It's nothing personal. That's just who I am. Yep. That's, yeah. I get. Don't that's, take it personal. Like it's it's you. It's me, not you. <laughs> I this I come with a warning sign that says I am a different person every day. So, mm-hmm. and if you think I'm playing and you think it's cute, I don't want you like a couple months from now. Like, why you like this? Exactly. Like, no, I've been telling you I am a different person every day. Like mm-hmm. today I wake up in this mood. Tomorrow I might wake up in a different, completely mood. So take it or you leave it and then I mean it's not like I can't change like it's just something that I am and just because we are forever evolving people mm-hmm. don't expect me to be the same person that you met when we first got together exactly so yeah that's something I definitely um that's my disclaimer out the gate like we can be together but if you are the needy type and need me up under you it's not gonna work out well. <laughs> somebody's gonna be disappointed and nine out of ten it's gonna be you <laughs> So yeah. So today's topic, Miss Charlotte picked it again. I'm really enjoying this. I'm really enjoying the you topic picking. I'm not gonna lie. I get that. 
I'm with it. I'm with it. Oh, so we are going to talk about dating and relationships as a survivor and the aftermath. Yes. Ew. I don't know. Are you kicking it off? What do you want me to say? I don't know. <laughs> you know what? It has been quite interesting. Um, I feel like my whole perspective in dating has changed. Um, it has definitely made me look at things differently. Um, the comments that guys make now, I'm more aware of it. Mm-hmm. It bothers me now where before I would, I'm a smiler, I would smile or laugh it off or something like that. Now, I guess just from us doing all of the research and talking about it, it really bothers me. Like I've, I've actually called people out on it now and it's, Something I normally wouldn't do. I would just kind of dismiss it. And I was one of those people who would be like, that's what guys do type of thing. Mm-hmm. And now I am totally opposite. I know that people look at me now like, excuse me? Like, <laughs> like you know, like, oh, before, you know, you didn't have a problem with it. But it's just like, it's not cool. It was never cool. Let me make that perfectly clear. It was never cool. But I just dismissed it. And I am at a point where I no longer can dismiss it. You know, so it's just really made me just look at people's reactions when I've had said, like, when dating somebody and I'd be like, you know, all they, they want is sex. Like, all they talk about is sex. Like, they won't. I've, I've mentioned this before to, like, people, like, close people. And they'll just dismiss it as, oh, that's what guys do. Oh, he's just a guy. Mm-hmm. And all of those things, like, when I tell you they come, like, to the forefront of my brain now, like, it's not right. Like, and and women shouldn't be so quick to just dismiss it as he's just being a guy. Mm -hmm. So I think that since everything has happened, my views have totally changed, even as far as dating and what I'll allow somebody to say to me and accept Mm -hmm. that I probably before would have accepted so that's just the beginning. So go ahead. We just jump right on in. Oh, excuse me. Well, for me, and I know we talked about it a little bit earlier. First of all, having conversations like really early on. Like if I'm seeing that I potentially maybe like you or, you know, something where it might get physical or it might not or it, it doesn't need to but where I see that it might um I'm having very early on conversations about consent and about what is okay and that I need you to know that if at any moment you don't feel comfortable to tell me no I need you to know that if at any moment you don't like anything that's happening you tell me no and I will respect it I will you know if even if we're talking about something and I'll be like, look, if you don't want to answer, that's fine. If it's making you uncomfortable, let me know. And I drop it and we move on to the next, not just about, you know, sex, whether it's a conversation that might trigger someone because we all have different triggers. So I'm like, if I'm overstepping, tell me if you're not even ready to have this conversation with me, that's fine. So I am finding myself having those conversations very earlier on because I think before consent was just assumed Mm -hmm. and I don't think I ever really thought about is this even okay with you Mm -hmm. 
So I have these very early conversations to make sure that whoever I'm with is okay with telling me no. They, they don't feel weirded out. Like, you know, I think sometimes, especially that when we meet people, it's kind of like, watch me how I'm saying, or like, what is this? Or like, you know, mm-hmm. like, no, I need you to know that it's completely fine to tell me no. I need you to know that it's completely fine to tell me that you're uncomfortable. And we will handle, we will manage, we would do what we need to do to do that. I think a lot of my dating PTSD not only comes from what happened, but from my previous relationship mm-hmm. because it was very toxic. So there's a lot of things I don't have time for or don't care for or don't, like, I guess, maybe I don't know, am I bitter or am I just, like, mm-hmm. more careful or just don't, like, let you sweep me off my feet because I'm very cautious, like, why are we there? Why are we going there? Who's going to be there? Mm-hmm. Why are we going to do this? I think I feel like I'm more cautious, bitter, like just none, no tolerance type of thing at this point. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just quick to shut it down. Like, if you answer anything inappropriate and I don't like it, it's like before I would like, like I said, dismissed it or laughed it off or something like that. It's like, no, you know. But now it's just like absolutely not. Like, please don't talk to me like that. Like, I did have um, this one guy saying inappropriate things, like sit on his face or something like that. And I was just like, would you talk to, you know, um, your mother like that? It was just something. And I was just like, because how you talk to me is inappropriate. And I told you what I'm standing for. And I'm telling you what the podcast is about. So for you to come and be like that. I don't appreciate it. I think it's disrespectful because, and then like he was telling me about the girls he was attracting. I was like, the girls you're attracting is probably due to the way that you're talking to them because they allow it or they're sending you, you know, sexy pictures or things like that. So you're, these are the type of people you're attracting. I'm not sending you shit. I'm not doing shit with you. I'm not leading you on and I'm telling you what it is. And I'm telling you, if you want to attract a different type of female, then you need to watch the way that you talk to them. So, of course, he was like, oh, you know, yeah, you're right. I'm so sorry. I apologize. I never meant to offend you. And I was like, I'm sure this is probably how you've been talking to the other females. And this is why you're getting this hype. And then he was like, yeah, you know, I just, I don't know, but I'm so sorry. And then he was to say after that, <laughs> he left me the hell alone. <laughs> he was like, you know what? I'm good. <laughs> he said, waved at me from a distance, like, and he didn't say anything else to me after that outside of a wave but it's just like um before I probably would have just kept just you know ignore him but not ignore him and just allowing it to happen but it's like now I'm at a point that it's just like no like if enough people aren't saying anything about it if the females aren't saying like hey that's not cool they'll continue to do it because they'll feel like oh it's okay mm-hmm. you know she's not saying anything about it but I'm just at a point where I literally have no patience to the ignorance anymore. I have no patience to deal with stupid stuff. I don't know if you've seen this meme that said, ladies, don't fake your cum or don't, like, boost this ego by faking your cum. Like, let him know exactly. And that does not go just for your orgasm. That goes for everything. Mm -hmm. Do not. Because, like you just said, how many women have let him go through life doing this? Mm Mm-hmm. And maybe 
Not once has he thought that it was inappropriate because the girls he attracts and none of those girls were like, hey, you shouldn't do that. Like, you shouldn't say this. Mm -hmm. But I bet you now he's going to double think that and be like, oh, maybe I shouldn't say that. Maybe if I approach it completely different, I will get what I want or who I want or, you know, oh, girl that I actually like or feel like I deserve or, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. the case is. But again, it's, it's always in us he's on us to train people mm-hmm. on how to treat us and how to treat other women is it fair no but even at that you know women we have sons we have children and we have to teach them you know it's it's on us to do all this work and it's not fair it doesn't sound good because men should have common sense but they they don't. People should have common sense, period. Because it's also like women who think because you're another woman, it's okay to do certain things. And it's like, no, just because you think that our strength is the same does not make it okay mm-hmm. to do this. If I say no, it's no. And I've had that instance happen where, like I said, no. Mm-hmm. And like, you know what I just went through. So why would you like mm-hmm. do that? Right. So that had put like a whole perspective on this person because then I also started thinking about other situations that I had been with in, with this person and my no was disregarded mm-hmm. and I was just like ew yeah mm-hmm. yes I definitely um yeah I have flashback on that at the time so now I'm just like Constantly saying no, 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 no. But they continue to try. And then just talking to people about it, it's just like they kind of dismiss it. Like, it's oh, that's just what guys do. And it's just like, does that make it right? And I always, in the back of my mind, I always felt like, how is that right? Like, how is it right? Like, in and, and that aspect, I always felt like it's regardless of what you're saying it's not right I don't care if we're in a relationship or not if I say no I don't feel like it that should be just that like I've had times in relationships where I've said no and they've thrown full grown ass tantrums where literally they have left and I'm just like is it really that serious though is it that serious and when I've talked about it they kind of like people would just be like oh no that's nothing like how even it's so funny you say that. Um, before this happened, I, you know, like years ago, I was seeing this person. And it wasn't like really early on in a relationship. It was like towards the middle of a relationship. And you know how I've always worked two jobs. And so I think I was going to school and I was working two jobs. So they wanted to get intimate. And I was like, no, like I'm tired. I don't feel like it. So they huffed and they puffed. And I knew you know that this was a woman. So she turned around and she's like, what the fuck? What do I have a girlfriend for then? Because I shouldn't be sitting here laying down wanting sex and you tell me no. Mm-hmm. And at the moment, I didn't. I felt bad. Like, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I'm such a bad girlfriend. Like, I'm such a bad person. Like, I blame me. But not once was I like, no, if I don't want to, I shouldn't have to. On top of that, like, I'm working two jobs. I'm going to school. Like, I'm freaking tired. And literally, 
I like, I was like, okay, fine. And they're like, no, fuck you. You're so inconsiderate. This and that and blah, 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 blah. Like it was my fault. And like women do this too. Mm-hmm. Women do this too. And like, it, it makes me think back to certain instances when I've said no, certain things that have happened that I'm like, and then one time I told this person, like, I was like, I think what you did was rape. And they're like, don't be dramatic. I'm your partner. I can't rape you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure. Like, it, it, this made me go back and, like, literally reevaluate every relationship, every encounter. And I'm just like, wow. Mm-hmm. Or the times when you just lay there, just waiting for them to get there. Yeah. And you're literally just laying there, not doing nothing, <laughs> laying there. So I'm just like, how are you even able to enjoy, enjoy this? Yes. Or, you know, I love the the whole, did you come? And I'm like, <laughs> if you're asking me, then <laughs> right. that pretty much means I wasn't really into it. Mm-hmm. Or I've had the whole where I said no, and they tried doing it, so I lay there. What the fuck? You're just laying here. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I said no. And like this, because it was really sick. It was really toxic. So this person will argue with me all night, like all night. Mind you, I will have work the next day. Argue with me all night. And then they'd want to be like, they'd want to have sex. And I'm like, what in, why? What is going on in your head? And like now when I think about it, I was like, it was so abusive, so toxic. And that was rape and narcissistic. And it was domestic it was like so many things in one but i was the crazy one mm-hmm. like it was my fault and now going through this and the research that we've done and like everything that we've seen i'm just like how many women have walked their life thinking that they have not been assaulted and they have mm-hmm. especially in relationships because if you would have asked me before if i had ever been sexually assaulted if I had ever been raped I would have been like no mm-hmm. and now that we've done all this I go back and I was just like yes like it happened before this incident with a person that was my partner yeah I think like statistically wise I didn't read the statistics but I feel like it happens more so in relationships mm-hmm. because they feel entitled to your body like it's their property or something like the like, moment you agree to be with them is consent forever mm-hmm. and it's not like consent should be given every single time and if I say no and especially in a relationship you know me you're, you know when my no is no mm-hmm. exactly and I think that um, other women shouldn't make it seem like that other, when the woman say, you know, this happens to me, they should stop seeing it as, oh, she's being dramatic or because a lot of women kind of dismiss it like, oh, he's just being a guy. Like, that's what guys do. And I feel like once that stops and we kind of make a stand together, mm-hmm. it wouldn't, I don't think it would happen as much. But I feel like so many women are quick to say like, Oh, that's your, you know, that's your boyfriend, that's your husband, that's your fiance or something. Like, you, they make it seem like if you owe it to them or something. So, you know, I think throughout society and throughout time, it's also because we have been brought up as 
human beings that when it comes to sex, sex for men should always be pleasure and sex for women should always be for procreation. We never encourage women to masturbate. We never encourage women to have sexual partners. We never encourage women to make sure that they come when they have sex. Mm-hmm. There's women that have never come in their lives. Yeah. So because we don't let women explore, it goes into the women are like societies, like women are here to procreate and have children as to for men, sex should be enjoyable. Yes, and it's always it's always been a double standard. Like guys can have multiple women mm-hmm. all day; they're praised. If a woman has multiple um, partners, she's called a slut. She's mm-hmm. shamed, um, slut shaming, like all of the above. Like if anything was to happen, so if she even was raped or something, she's blamed. Like oh, she was a slut anyway. She was to put everybody anyway, and it's, it's just a double standard when it comes down to that. And we've said it before, if you want to be a slow, a slut, if you want to be a hoe, you can be all that. And you have the choice of who you want to be a hoe with, who you want to be a slut with. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to do with that person, you don't have to. And you shouldn't have to. And you shouldn't feel bad. And that person shouldn't force themselves on you. Because that's rape. Whether before that you were with every single guy in the room. Mm-hmm. The moment you say no and you say stop, it should stop. And it should be no. And it goes the same for women on men. Mm-hmm. It is definitely the same. It's definitely the same. But I, I think that more times than not, um, it's kind of like dismissed. Um, I mean, because it can, it can go the other way with women. Um, not that guy might not be in a mood or whatever. And a woman can do the same thing and just keep nagging about it or whatever. Or there is some women who will take it also. And it's not right. It's not right on either mm-hmm. side. Like, just the way clearly that it's neither way is right. Do you find it that it's harder to date now? Like, I it do. Before? Mm-hmm. I definitely do. I feel like it's a lot harder now just in me um, being more boisterous mm-hmm. in, you know, what I do like or what I don't like. Or me saying no, or me not being interested in things like that. Because I, I definitely would have to say that I did have a pretty good appetite before. But now, not so much. Because it's in the back of my head. So, me relaying that is just, um, it's kind of difficult still. So, I do see it being a problem. Like, if I was to be with somebody who I can comfortably you know, talk to what about mm-hmm. probably not just letting them know like what well, my balance if I don't feel like it, you know, just respect that. Please don't pressure me because if you pressure me, you're gonna push me away. Yeah. So I find I yes, yes, I, I would have to say so. So let's see. If give me advice. This is how I wanna put it. Mm-hmm. How soon do you have that conversation with someone? Like, this happened to me? Or what is the first thing that you say? Like, I went through something traumatic or I was sexually assaulted. Well, like, I think... Do you do it in pieces? Um, well, I would say, um, for me, in the initial us chatting and things like that, if I'm interested in you, first of all, <laughs> let's start that. I'm 9 out of 10 
they ask me like, what do I do type of thing? And we're talking about that. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm talking about the podcast, like, and what the podcast consists of. And nine out of 10, the question they ask me is like, how did this podcast even begin? Like, <laughs> any, never been asked. Are you serious? <laughs> the God. Everybody, like, even like, um, the construction worker, the coworker, mm-hmm. that was telling me about, like, that was the first question he asked. Well, how did this, like, is this something mm-hmm. that happens to you? Like, that was the first question. I was like, yes. Like, but I don't think he's like everybody else because he want he wanted to know everything. I was like, well, damn, okay. <laughs> um, but they do send like I only talk to only to um, yeah, I only talk to one other person. So, um, but that was the question that he did ask me. Like, well, how did this even begin? Like, like, but I think it would come from a person who is truly interested. I think mm-hmm. so. But, yeah, for the most part, they ask me, like, once I say the podcast and then I say what it consists of, they'll ask me, like, how it got started or how did it even come about. And then I'm like, you know, it was something that happened to me. And then we go further into it and then talk about the consent. And so. That's so funny because when things <laughs> happen, like, a little bit different, like, I'll have this consent conversation. Yeah, I remember you come. Yeah. She comes out the <laughs> game with it. <laughs> Just because, like. I mean, at the end of the day, we're adults. And whether it's going to be a friendship or it's going to be something else, I still need to know your boundaries as a friend, as whatever it is that we're doing, as an acquaintance. Like, I'm not a hugger. I need you to know that I'm not a hugger, so I don't need to feel uncomfortable when you try to hug me. Mm -hmm. So I need to know these boundaries. So I, like, have this consent conversation. So then we go more into the, like, you know, because consent is important because so and so and so so at that point I've had people where they tell me their experience like right off the bat like yeah I understand or kind of like yeah okay so it's been kind of like depending where we go like most of the experience like it's gone into what's happened to them Mm -hmm. and I'm like I completely understand like don't worry and then they'll be like do you really understand or are you just telling me you understand I'm like no like I know where you're coming from because, you know, healing is blah, blah, blah. So then I'll just, depending on the person and where we're at, like, I'll give certain details. Like, if I just feel like we're not there yet, mm-hmm. I'll just be like, well, something happened and, like, you know, this and that and blah, blah, blah. If we've had other type of deep conversations and I'll be like, this happened and then that's, like, how I'm here. Well, I think, well, I've literally only talked to one person since the incident. So I haven't had, like, to really explain myself to anybody outside of, like, my the people that I've talked mm-hmm. to already. So I guess once I cross that bridge, like, when I'm actually, like, well, I'm not ready. To, I'm just like people that I, I don't know. It's because I'm that. How did, I ain't met nobody. How you meet all these people? Jesus. Because I'm just. And that was random when I did. <laughs> Jesus. I don't even be out here. I, I don't even be out here. But you know, it's. I don't want to say it's uncomfortable because I don't know how to word this and I don't know how this is going to sound. I am not ashamed of what happened to me because in no way, shape, or form was that my fault. Right. So I don't sit here quietly about it. I'm not ashamed about it. And if I tell you and you decide to judge me, you decide to say something, then that is someone I don't need in my life. And I'd rather find out right off the bat. And that mm-hmm. is why I have that consent conversation. Like, 
within the first hour. So she does. <laughs> she literally does. She. I've been more like, oh, I'm about to send out this consent text right quick. And I was like, oh, straight to it. Okay. Because I don't time. Okay, first of all, time is money. <laughs> I don't got the time. I don't. I don't. I told you, I don't have the time for the favorite color. I'm not about to ask your favorite color. We didn't have this consent conversation, and I need to know where you're at with this consent. I just need y'all to know. Not only is she asking the person, she's asking if they got kids. How is she? How are they teaching the kids about yes. consent? She out it, y'all. I just want y'all to know yes. she is on it. Yes, <laughs> because see, here's the thing: you can sit here and try to tell me what you think I want to hear, but if you have kids, that's where it's at. Because you're really gonna teach your kids how you feel or what you know. So, I'll be like, how are you teaching your kids? Really? <laughs> and if I don't like your answer, then guess what? I won't answer. It is a flat on that plate. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Because I'm not going to advocate this and then fakely sit with someone and like... Especially, yes, yes. I was telling Venus earlier um, that I think my biggest thing now is like when I do finally date somebody and ready to get into a relationship... Um, I need them to be on the same page as me and because if you're not, how is that going to look? I'm up here preaching about, you know, consent and that and this person is out here just um, womanizing all the women out here and it's just like, well, damn, well, you up here, you know, seeing all of this stuff, but you got this man who everybody yes. knows who out here, like, yes. so I was like, that's the biggest thing for me. Like, when I finally do ready to, you know, take that step, like, I need that person to be on the same page as mm-hmm. me because I, I just can't. Yes. And that is why I have that consent conversation pretty soon. And, and I'm not talking about dating. I'm just like, if you're going to be a part of my life, mm-hmm. because like you said, I ain't about to sit here and preach and be like, oh, well, your friend does this and that. Because even at that, maybe I don't agree with your views. I'm going to teach you a thing or two mm-hmm. about it so we can move on. Because this is a very touchy subject. And actually, there is a wrong or right answer when it comes to this. Mm-hmm. And it's not me being judgy. It's just that this is just what it is. And if that's where your mindset is at, I don't need to be there. And it was, it's was it been, like, so easy. Well, not easy, but because I didn't have to have this consent conversation. Because I was seeing someone when this happened. So... I was kind of like just it just kind of like I didn't have to explain myself like mm-hmm. I had to I never had to explain myself but I was like this happened and this happened so it was just like we worked at it so I never really had to have like that consent conversation where like tell me it was more of like we learned everything together mm-hmm. so like this person even was like I see things so differently now like now I say this now I say that now I view it like now and I was like we learned together so I never had to have that conversation Mm -hmm. like what is consent what is that we I think we had that conversation like afterwards when all this happened when I was trying to heal when I was just you know which I'm still healing but like early on like I was like I learned about this today like what do you think tell me your thoughts on it Mm -hmm. and then we will go from there but like you said I'm not about to sit here and preach and then mm-hmm. just have you out here being crazy. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, if we're dating or something like that, you're a reflection of me. And I'm, you have me out here just mm-hmm. looking crazy. Like, oh, 
she's out here saying this, you know, on the podcast, and she with this whole guy who talks, you know, reckless to females out here catcalling and everything else. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like, how's that making me look? So, I need you to at least be on board with what I'm talking about. Actually, you know, following the rules, you know, like, actually not out here just being reckless because there's so many people, so many guys out here mm-hmm. who, like, I feel like they may be clueless because I have heard people say, like, man, I never really thought of it like that. Mm-hmm. I never looked at it like that. Like, you really, like, you know, brought this to my attention because I just took it for granted or something yeah. like that. So, um, so yeah. <laughs> no, it knows because I've had that too and where I was like, if I'm at least able to do that for you, I'm good. That doesn't mean that you need to be in my life. Maybe I don't want you in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, I always tell you, like, I don't have the time to waste. I don't, like, I don't like, though, but your favorite color. Like, I don't have the time. I'm very, very busy. So, I'm very straightforward. I'm going to get straight to the point. And if I don't like your answer to A, B, and C, guess what? And I'm going to tell you. And the thing is that I tell them. I'll be like, you know what? The reason why I asked you about consent is because I have a podcast and you know, consent in every aspect of your life is very big and we don't talk about it and it should be a conversation that needs to be had early on. And this is why I asked. Mm-hmm. And either they're like, oh, I don't care or really like, mm-hmm. you're right. You know, right. which I'm not asking you to like, you know, sit there and be like, oh my God, you're the greatest thing ever. But it's just, these conversations need to be had. And I'm not about to sit here and tell you all guys because I've been saying this forever these are conversations that you need to normalize. I'm yes. not about to say you're not doing it. Guess what? I make it super normal. Like, I make it super normal. Like, Charlotte laughs at me because <laughs> I literally like, like, hello, my breaker. name is Venus. What is your thoughts on consent? <laughs> That's our icebreaker. <laughs> like, she gets right in. Like, at least, um, okay. He's asking how I am, how many days. Right. Let's start off, right? Let's work our way up. She going in, like. I'm only asking people how their day are. Like, I'm, I don't care about your day. How's your day and how's about that consent? Yeah, like, <laughs> tell me your thoughts about consent. Tell me what. Like, that is literally, like, this is how my conversations go. I mean, like, what are your thoughts on consent? Also, if I ever ask you or say anything that makes you uncomfortable, tell me. Let me know. Mm-hmm. So I won't do it again. That's literally like my that first is, sentence. That, is, that literally is. I want you guys to know that literally is our opening line. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is. That is so crazy. That it, is. it has changed me. Because I've never had these conversations before. Like, mm-hmm. I would do the whole, how's your day? Like, how are you feeling? And I don't know. Like, it's also like we talked today. I don't know if it's for my past relationship or this. Like, I'm so wary of why are you being nice to me? Because I feel like our, like we were play off our emotions because of where we were. Mm-hmm. And like the whole, I told you like how I walked in, like they were playing this certain music and like you were trying to like be my friend. So I'm so now like, why are you being nice to me? Like, why are you complimenting me? Like, why are you telling me this? Like, which before I would have never, I would have been like, oh, you're so cute because you're nice to me or like you're flirting with me, like, you know. And like I had this whole conversation with you in the morning where I was just like. Now it's like, what's your motive? Like, what's yes. your ammo? Like, what are you, what are yes. you trying to do? What, what is your, what you're trying to do? Or like, why are you inviting me here? Like, isn't that weird? Like, why are you doing this? Like, why are you telling me to go here with you? Like, 
you don't even know me like that. Like, I'm, like, sitting here, like, on a hundred. Like, why? Why? Like, why are you telling me this? Like, what's your motive? Like, why are you trying to, like, relate to me or appease me? Like, when before, I wouldn't have even given it a second thought. Like, I think I used to live my life thinking everybody was nice. And now I'm just, like, what do Yes, side-eyeing everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm like, hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. I definitely feel you on that. Um, it's okay. I'll just be alone forever. Yes. Yeah. I think also, like, just in dealing with, um, like, old friends or something like that, old, old guy friends, um, like, the conversations that we may have previously had. I have no desire to have those conversations. Like, it definitely has just changed everything. Mm-hmm. Like, it literally, like, nope, don't say that to me. Like, nope, that's that's trigger. Don't like it. <laughs> so, um, just trying to work past that and explain it to where they understand, like, hey, you know what? You might have said this before, but now... It didn't really sit well with me then, but now I'm actually saying something about it. And whether you get offended or not, I don't like it. Like, I've had the conversation before um, with the friend, and I was like, I, you know, stopped talking to you for the most part because it was always something sexual. So I didn't have that conversation before, but I was like, at this point, this is something I need to tell mm-hmm. you because a lot of things I'm a little passive aggressive mm-hmm. when it comes down to certain things. So I don't say it. I just dismiss myself from the situation. But then I was like, I need to say how I'm feeling. And so I did something like, I just didn't like the fact that it was always something sexual that you had to yeah. say about my body or what you want to do to me. And I was like, I don't like it. It made me uncomfortable before this situation happened, but it makes me even more uncomfortable. Like, I don't like it. It's mm-hmm. not It's not a turn on. It doesn't do anything for me, like, but irritate me. Um, so I, I do feel like I became more boisterous when it comes down to what makes me uncomfortable and mm-hmm. what doesn't. Because before, I, I literally, I did not. I think in that aspect with old friends, I've always, like, been, like, I'm very boundaries and, like, my best friend laughs because we're, like, we all know how you are about your time. We all know how blah, blah, <laughs> Like, Like, I'm, like, don't play with my time. Don't do this. And, like, I'm very, like, I don't like that. Why? Like, I've, but I've always been like that. So, mm-hmm. if, like, you've ever come at me in some way, I'll be, like, no. With new people that I'm meeting or something, because I am having this consent conversation very early on. I'm like, and if for whatever reason they disclose to me, oh, so-and-so happened to me, I'm like, okay, I understand our triggers are different. We all have different triggers. You don't need to explain to me what happened to you because you don't know me like that. Mm-hmm. But if something I do ever triggers you, you don't have to explain it to me. Just tell me this triggered me and that's it. Just so I know that it triggered you and like I, so not do it again. And that goes the same for me. I'm like, if you ever do something that triggers me, I'm going to tell you, like, that triggered me, don't do it again. And if you do it again, we don't need to be friends. Mm-hmm. Because I'm making you very, I think I got a really, really I, I think I got a better on my communication. Okay. Like, I don't just assume that you know. Like, I okay. voices so that you can't be like, you never yes. told me. Yeah. I, I definitely can say that my uh, communication have definitely improved. Because I did not communicate a lot. It's, I'm not completely all the way there, but I definitely feel like it definitely has 
gotten better. Mm. Doing a personal evaluation. I used to think I was a really good communicator. And then I met a really good communicator. And I was like, <gasps> yeah, I knew I wasn't good. See, I knew it. <laughs> like, I wasn't horrible. Like, I wasn't mm-hmm. horrible because I do like to have, like, especially when I'm in a relationship, I like to have these hard conversations. Like, I like to have the, I'm lacking this from you right now and I need you to pay attention. Like, I'm voicing it because I don't want you to sit here and wonder what's wrong with me tomorrow when I'm angry. So, but then there would be little things where, like, I assume, like, I'm not very affectionate, so I just assumed that you knew I loved you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so with little things, I've gotten better at communicating. I'm proud. Oh, gosh. You know, I think as humans, we just make things so difficult, and everything literally is as simple. Like, and I tell you, like, hey, like, I'm like, did you tell them? Like, just exactly how you're telling me that it bothers you? Right. Just tell them, because, I mean, I can listen to you and be your friend, but I can't do anything. The person that can do something about it needs to be told. Exactly, yeah. You know, and I've learned that because with my ex, I would go to my friends and be like, this and this pissed me off. And I would be like, why do you tell them and you don't tell me? But I mean, I had my reasons why I didn't do that. But as I was in this relationship, in this other relationship, I mean, like, they made it so okay for me to bring it to them. Mm-hmm. So I'd be like, I would never tell my friends that, like, we were arguing or anything, which we really didn't argue. Or, like, if my friends found out, I'd be like, weeks afterwards, like, I'd be like, the other day, they'd be like, what? And right. like, because I will bring it to them. I'll be like, look, you did this and it didn't sit well with me. And, like, we need to talk about it. Mm-hmm. because I'm going to tell you, so don't do it again. So we need to do this. And before I would have the conversation with my friends first, and I just assume I told you, and, like, right. you didn't even have a clue. Mm-hmm. And that's not how it goes. <laughs> right, exactly. That's not how it goes. You should communicate with your, your partner, let them know exactly how it is that you're feeling. Um, I definitely have been... I don't know how important it, but I, I feel like I am ready to communicate more. Oh, you are. Let me tell you guys, Charlotte was not a communicator <laughs> at all. Like, at all. And I sat here and I'm like, just say it, just say it, just say it. Right. And she has gotten so much better. I'm so proud. Baby steps. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I feel the need more so now. Like, it just doesn't, like... I just, when I tell you now, I'm a lot more boisterous. Like, whatever is bothering me at that moment, you're going to hear about it. Well, you know, close mouths don't get fed. That is so true. That is so very true. So you can't, at this point, they can't say, like, oh, you didn't tell me this or you didn't mm-hmm. do this. Like, nope, I told And, yeah, that's, like, where I'm coming from. Like, you're not, I'm not going to give you that room to tell me you never said so. Like, mm-hmm. no. I said it. And I know I said it. And because I have a really good memory, like, I'm going to be like, we were doing this, this, and this, and then I told you this, and you chose to ignore it. So now this is why I no longer want to associate myself with you. Now this is why I'm in this relationship. Because not only did I tell you once, I told you twice, and you chose to ignore my needs as a person. So I'm not asking you to change because you're going to give me what you think I deserve. But I know I deserve better, so we just don't need to be there. Because... Yeah. Before I would just stop talking to people and not give a reason, yes. which I still don't give reasons. But at some point, like I'm making sure that you know exactly what it was, right? Mm-hmm. And that I told 
that I just didn't stop talking to you because I just woke up today and I decided to stop talking to you. Mm-hmm. Like this, there's stuff that led here. Exactly. And I told you, like I pre-warned you since the first time it bothered me and I pra- told you again. And then by the third time, I'm like, okay, we're done. Exactly. Like I gave you ample amount mm-hmm. of time to correct the issue. You yes. chose not to. So, <laughs> Goodbye. Mm-hmm. I'm done with one-sided everything. Yes. Yes. But you want to let them know where to find us? Absolutely, guys. Um, you can find us on your iTunes. You can find us on your iHeartRadio. You can find us on your... <laughs> I can't say her Spotify because you got to look over here at me. Uh, your Spotify, all of your podcast uh, platforms, you can find us on. Um, also, please don't forget to rate us, follow us, like us, share us. <laughs> I think I covered it all. Um, you can check us out on our IG page at um, underscore girls.life.us. You can also email us and get that fabulous sticker that we've been talking about in that uh, that magnet at girlslikeus619 at gmail. Also, check us out on Facebook. Like us, follow us, share us at girlslikeus619. And also, you can reach out to us if you have anything you want to talk to us about. If you're having a bad day, um, call us at 312-480-4101. That is 312-480-4101. And the National National Sexual Assault Hotline is 800 Six five six hope. That number is eight hundred six five six four six seven three. You know, I always have a problem saying the national sexual assault. All like, the time, right? Like <laughs> we have not been doing this for like a year already. I exactly. Still don't know how to speak. <laughs> In my defense, English was not my first language. You know what? Absolutely not. <laughs> not going to 